0: What's up, my friends? I'm so happy that you're back for another episode of The Hillary Show. I have a really great guest for you today. I just finished the recording, and I think that you're going to be really blessed with the treat of the wisdom that is the one and only Valerie V. Kim. So Valerie has such a unique background, having grown up in Korea, and then she moved to Europe to pursue a really amazing ballroom dancing career. And then today she helps people specifically really with women speak up. And she started this organization. She's the founder of a movement called speak up, light up, and it's helping people. She really uses all these different tools and modalities, and we're going to dive into those, but what a gift to get to visit with her. And I think you're going to enjoy it as well. Let's go. So tell me a little bit about you and I know that's probably hard to do in a couple of sentences, but tell me about speak up let's start there let's start kind of where we're at now,
1: yeah, well, first of all, thank you very much for having me here. I'm really excited about uh, you know sh- sharing the message, spreading the message that's why speak up, speak up is uh uh basically documentary series but also a movement that brings women from all over the world together because i do you know we have a lot of things like women empowerment became such a buzz but in reality when it comes to what is the real impact what we're bringing here it's like every you know how it's in women empowerment industry uh, we are not really working together so the intention of the series to bring women from different parts of the world together to initiate change bring on the surface all the misconceptions, stereotypes women have uh communities industry society have and that really blocks our path to success we just need to work extra to prove what we can that we're capable uh we are warriors (laughs) we can do it we're resilient so instead of being in this energy you know because women are so creative so intuitive we can do things easier and we can make things happen if not just like have this roadblocks on our path And I think when we're united, we stand out together and bring all these things on the surface and find the solutions that what will make change. So we basically creating 10 different episodes with women from different nations, um, talking about what kind of issues they'd had on the path to success. And you've
0: had some of your own and what are those when you share, what are some of the steps to success? I know you were a you are a very accomplished ballroom dancer. So for me, it's kind of interesting to see that you went from expression with no speaking involved to now Mm. your primary (laughs) source of expression, it sounds like, is speaking. So kind of what made that transition and what led you to ballroom dancing?
1: Right. Well, I'm coming from traditional Asian family, even though I was born in Central Asia. And, you know, part of this, uh, social things and misconception that woman has a specific role in society and it's pretty much all like get married have kids if you want you can have a job but it's a very limited kind of scenario and you're never really able to let yourself be who you truly are who yourself and you know I'm also an empath and I was growing up as a child talking about what I feel what kind of energies I feel it was weird and it makes feel adults around really uncomfortable and that's why very often you might hear you know shut up don't just self-express yourself don't don't be yourself and we all want to be loved and want to be accepted that's why very often when as a child you hear many many times no don't do it no stop it at some point when you're adults you realize you don't know what you want because for so many years you were disconnected from your true wishes because they were neglected so basically i wanted to be a singer <laughs> this was my dream to be on stage but um i just my, my father said no this is like show business it's not a great thing to do and but i'm grateful because um i was introduced to ballroom dancing and i'm really grateful to my parents that they really supported me on this journey I became a professional dancer even though it was always my hobby and uh, you know pursuing dreams it led me to become world champion two times German champion I had to move to you know in other countries being introduced to different cultures learn different languages but it's also a beautiful journey even though with obstacles (laughs) and speaking isn't that the truth yeah but you know speaking was just a part um i was always uh, like in this entrepreneurial spirit journey i opened my first um business like basically dance school after graduation and since then i was like i'm unemployable (laughs) <laughs> that's for sure it's so hard for me to work for somebody like just do things i always have the spirit of freedom so when your entrepreneurial journey especially nowadays you do need to learn skills that can move you forward i think speaking is one of this it's not the easiest part for me but uh, you know we say women are capable we can learn everything what we need in order to make our dreams come true
0: when you i mean i think that your your passion for your brand and for speak up as your organization comes from your personal experiences but i know there's another layer to your personal experience that really makes you want to live life to its fullest can you share with about that with us
1: well yeah you know when we live in this i call it like 3d world we really have this illusion that um we found ourselves in the rushing and the routine and think that things will always be the same and in a way it's normal for human beings because we love stability but in reality you never know how the life can be changed and uh, what kind of turns can happen so for me when i i was feeling like i'm on the top <laughs> like i have a great job i have my own business i'm about to get married and um you know one day i back home and realize that it's like empty it's like just i was sad that uh, my parents had a car accident and when i arrived to the place of the accident yeah i found out that my parents actually passed away you know this was a very tough journey this was the most traumatic experience itself to lose the the family but another layer comes from this thing that facing a lot of things like corruption or understanding that people not really, you know, when I was uh, trying to, like, I opened the case, trying to find the person who is, I wanna, I don't want to say killer in a way, but, you know, yeah. I was said, like, why do you want to do this? Because you will not get what you want and it will not return your parents back to life Mm -hmm. but i wanted to have this justice that i never really able to get because of corruption speaking up the truth and part of this was also you see sometimes the real who is real who is not real and when some when your life collapses you see who's your real friend who is not your real friend so facing a lot of layers going through a lot of betrayals it was like a couple of years were like full of darkness, when I really found myself in a space of being really depressed. But the interesting thing is that I think life was preparing. I think universe is taking care about ourselves, because when I had my uh, dance school, uh, you know yoga. Uh, yoga became very very popular and I was like telling to my business partner let's do it like let's bring something different and um, I found a yoga teacher she was uh, teaching Kundalini yoga and meditation I said you know I don't know what is it let's try and people loved it and the interesting fact that she was one of these person who introduced me to my first spiritual teacher who helped me to navigate these very hard times. So it was like divine kind of path because I always had this message in my head that, you know, there is nothing more powerful or like none of the, you know, pills or, you know, antidepressants or something will help you and pull you out. There is one, the most powerful force, it's um, universal power or God, or how you call it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I was introduced to many different techniques that helped me to strengthen my spirit, to go through this hard part of my life. And, uh, in two years, it really transformed my life and, uh, became world champion. Wow. This was ki- quite a journey.
0: Wow. What were some of those techniques? What were some of the things that you feel like are just so critical for people who might be in grief? and in depression what were some of the things that you yeah
1: learned? well first of all as i mentioned it's kundalini yoga and meditation mm-hmm. also after some years i also became a teacher uh, because i really experienced it myself how it can transform your life another thing i it was like energetic practices i, I understand that maybe for some people it's like something whoa, 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 what are you talking about <laughs> but in reality like for example cosmo energy I know that some people use any different techniques. There are many, many uh, different techniques. I think the tool that you are looking for, uh, you will you can only understand if it's yours or not after you're trying this and really allowing yourself to feel, yes, it works for me or no, it works. But you need to be open. Uh, for me, yes, it works because my energy nowadays, I do different practices. I have my morning routine. I do meditations. I do self-programming and this is like became part of my life and it's really helped you to navigate
0: what does self programming mean
1: uh self programming is uh when you have specific goals you know very often we just really used to write the goals especially beginning of the year on to end of the year you know like okay what is my what are my resolutions or what are the goals for my business or what are goals for myself but when you take it from head you don't really realize is it truly your goals and dreams that you want to accomplish or maybe it was like you you saw somebody's doing something or you saw in social media some somebody has something and you out of something like thinks that yeah I want to have it right so you don't know if it's really your goal and that's why very often when people don't achieve their goals especially they're huge they're very frustrated but most of the times it just may might be one of the reasons that it's not really your goals so when you're self-programming it's not just about writing things but yes you are writing your goals every single day but it's not about um the goal itself it's about how do you feel yourself when you are achieving it for example if you say oh i want to have partner right and you're writing all the you know physical traits character what kind of personality what kind of relationship you want it's all about what i want i want i want but when you put yourself on this energy how do i want to feel myself every single day being in these relationships being next to this person because in reality we do want to be ourselves stay ourselves and feel ourselves good So when every day you really practice putting yourself in this um, vibrations, how you really want to feel, it forms new neurons in your head. And uh, some call it law of attraction, but it's, I believe so much more. (laughs) Doesn't matter what kind of definition you give to this.
0: I love it. Did you practice any of this leading up to becoming a, a world champion?
1: Yeah. Well, for me, it was always uh, visualization. And to be honest, we were like in a team. And of course, we were training like five hours, eight hours, sometimes 10 hours. And after this, you go with the full forces and dance the whole courier. And before you do this, we were visualizing like we just listening to the music we were imagining every single step what has to be done how you move your body but it was all in your mind and only after that we went to the dancing floor and really uh, performed this in real life wow i remember reading a book i think it's
0: called the power of habit that i read this in but maybe maybe not but where it was talking about how Michael Phelps would put in the tape. This is back in the day when we had, we use VHS tapes, but he would put yeah. in the tape and he would imagine every stroke. And then he's touching the wall and every yeah. breath he was taking entire woods does this to some extent as well. I'm not mm-hmm. athletic at all, but <laughs> I am always in awe of people who can push themselves to this. I mean, I think that that's why we all love competitive sports as, as an observer, we love to watch competitive sports because we get to see the human spirit in this. We get to see the amazing things that humans can do. And for a moment, um, we can almost imagine ourselves doing it. I remember watching the Olympics and as a kid and turning off the winter Olympics and turning off the TV and like pretending to do ice skating moves because we all are so drawn to this incredible nature of the human spirit when it's pushing itself to this whole other level, like you have, um, mm. and it has to be part of your, I mean, science shows that part of it's your mindset, some of it's skill, some of it's grit. And a lot of it is just knowing you can do it, I guess. Is that, is that a fair mm. characterization?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, especially the fact that, you know, sometimes nobody really believes, believe in your dreams, believe in your vision, believe in your ideas, but it doesn't matter. If you have this vision, you're the one who has to believe in it every single day and we, like see the end result, like live in this moment when you get this result and, you know, right people will come. I really know exactly and I know it's just like for some maybe words but i was experiences every single day including the serious like it was created out of nothing
0: wow i love it um in your life you i'm i'm fortunate in that i am sometimes in rooms i I wouldn't normally be in had it not been for my job i work primarily with a spanish-speaking population for example and while I now speak a lot more Spanish than I did four years ago when I started my business at the time, I understood like no Spanish. So I, I am curious about your experience being um, Korean and living in Europe and speaking and understanding languages and how that's impacted you as a leader and your desire to see people be really authentic.
1: Mm. Well, you know, it was interesting experience because when I moved uh, in Germany, for example, nobody was speaking, wanted to speak English, and when I went to, to trainings, and I was I couldn't understand what trainer is talking about, what team is talking about, like people were, I, I had to guess, just 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 literally guess, like watching the bodies, like listening the music. Oh, okay, we are dancing this part actually, because you know, it's just all about. You, you have to, you know, feed specific criterias, you have to be all in and nobody has time to translate you. <laughs> it's yeah. your oh responsibility. <laughs> and when I came, they actually said, and I didn't know when alphabet and they said like, you know, if you want to stay in this country, you have to pass exam in one month. Um, this was like, okay. <laughs> so starting from like zero to really go and passing this exam this was a challenge itself but you know through learning languages um you really learn how people think what is the mindset behind and it's really you know it's it also allows you to grow in a way that you are understanding people better their culture how they come like through communication how they self-express themselves or not self-express themselves because for example many germans uh, they live like the life is based on specific rules society that's why what we're talking about (laughs) in documentaries as well right so you have to fit in specific kind of uh, boxes in society in general and then you understand why they use these words or that words or for example in poland it's completely different story how people are open or how they engage. Also in business, you may see specific patterns. And when you learn language, you learn like through this, you learn culture, but also behavioral patterns. It's really, for me, it's like learning how to accept, like in general, tolerate, because we're all different. We have different ways how we think, we perceive this world. But also you can see that we are so kind of made of the same, we're human beings, we have heart. And when you speak with people truthfully, authentically, no BS, I would say, uh, this really helps to open heart. Doesn't matter if it's in business or in private life. So just like really diving deeper in who you are, understanding who you are, doesn't matter from what kind of culture you comes from. This is just, it doesn't matter where you live, what kind of language you speak. We have the same language of being, okay, I see you. I feel you. Let's find a way how we can communicate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When, and for people who are listening, I'm wearing a, a, a long sleeve t-shirt that has butterflies all over it. And Valerie <laughs> mentioned that she is drawn to butterflies. And, and tell me about this please tell us about this
1: yeah when I saw it, just like wow what a coincidence because you also have this blue butterflies like different colors but also blue because this is a logo of our documentary series pick up and uh, butterflies of course symbol of transformation change hope but also it's um, you know the thyroid gland has a shape of butterfly and thyroid gland is responsible for um, communication like the the throat chakra so to say um it's responsible for communication self-expression and the truth and very often especially women however i heard also many men affected by some issues with thyroid right gland most of the time it happens because we suppress ourselves we used to be in the social box following some rules that are not really applicable to who we are and the more we live in such kind of surrounding the more we We shut up ourselves sometimes. (laughs) We don't want to be uncomfortable, especially for women. It's very, you know, applicable, unfortunately. And uh, we just want to be this happy, nice uh, people, lovable. But this is the point. When you start to love yourself more, when you start to feel yourself more, you become automatically this lovable person without trying to feed to anybody's expectations or trying to be this good girl a good boy and that's when your thyroid gland starts also to function on different level your heart is opening and uh maybe it's a little bit kind of uh, yoga things <laughs> talking about the chakras if one chakra starts to function like becoming healthy and function better the other ones also start to uh kind of rebuild itself being like an alignment that's why maybe sometimes you feel some strange sensations in your body uh but in general yeah this is like very interesting interesting feelings to when you are changing all the vibrations of your let's say bodies that you don't see
0: yeah, it's so fascinating. Well, and I want to talk a little bit about your documentary series, uh, series because I know you're doing a crowd, you're launching a crowd a crowdfunding. If I can get it out, <laughs> you're yeah, launching. Yeah, we a just crowdfunding today. Campaign. <laughs> Yes, tell me about yeah. that. That's
1: so cool. Well, initially it was a really, I think this was like me thinking a little bit small, to be honest. Sometimes we just want to be like safe, right? So it started from one vision, but over the time as we were overcoming COVID, uh, like with the whole family were affected, the war, um, financial crisis, my personal evolution, I would say, um, the vision became bigger and bigger. And I see what kind of people are joining in terms of like the featured experts, their story like Iranian revolution, for example, or women who are ready to speak up about all this you know, internal community things, bringing this to the surface and also media partners that support us, community leaders that also want to be part of this. And this just like exploded out of (laughs) sun, and now we're creating 10 episodes, not just six or eight as it was planned. And um, just having, my aim is to reach as many people as possible and put it on like TV platform go with extensive marketing, do a fabulous premiere that the whole community can meet each other, I really want to create something that showcasing when women, I would say actually and men and women, because both are supporting this project, come together, we share the same vision and values, how much we can do. And because we are all different we have different talents we have different gifts and we're contributing to this project like all together
0: so that's why i decided
1: to yes i love yeah yeah so i decided to go for crowdfunding uh particularly of course to raise funds to make this project bigger but also to create an authentic community who really believes in it who really resonates with these values and together we just like make things happen and then we can meet in different parts of the world we can meet during the premiere we can have this you know intimate conversations if you have any questions if you want to meet this person or met this person but also leverage the network we all have insane amount of like you know connections over the years developed in different industries so why not to open the doors to each other instead of just being like oh my gosh get out of me this is my world and just i don't want to have anybody Mm -hmm. or comparing ourselves or be jealous like why not to finally you know feel okay this is me this is my talent this is my gifts this is my vision i want to make it come true so what kind of resources you you have how can you support me how can i support you so it's like mutual I don't know support. Yeah, we need to learn it.
0: Collaboration really is the yeah. most valuable currency available to us. Exactly. And I think as women, sometimes we discount that because we become afraid of each other. Because we ha- there is backbiting yeah. in the female community. Um, I've experienced it as an attorney. People, uh, I think someone called it professional jealousy or something like uh, something like <laughs> that. But um, I don't quite understand it personally. But um, I've experienced it and. I just wanna collaborate with people. And I really do think that when, I think the phrase is when, when the tide rises, all boats rise, I never get it right. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it's that effect where like, if you do better, I would necessarily do better because your light is shining brighter and it
1: warms me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, unfortunately I hear this very often, almost every single day when somebody was kicked out from any position, somebody was betrayed and stabbed behind the back i don't know like things are happening every single day and you know we're talking about like equality and women empowerment but it's we are by ourselves who create this kind of surrounding first of all and if we actually but but why why it's happening because of all these uh, challenges that we're facing from one side i'm not talking about the private issues and healings that everybody have to focus on but also you go to the external world and you meet some kind of diversities and challenges so why it's all happening because nobody wants to change why nobody wants to change because nobody wants to bring it on the surface and speak up be vulnerable say the truth and this is the whole point start changing things together
0: what do you find or when you're working with women i mean in this space, encouraging women to speak up, I think that on some issues, it's easy for women to speak up on other issues, though, perhaps issues that are very tied to who we are and why we are the way we are becomes more difficult because it's so much more about us mm. versus about the collective. Um, What are some of the ways you help women overcome that?
1: I think it's really starts from uh, from yourself. If you are building a community and it's based on not you being authentic and ready to share this kind of people you are going to bring into this community. So you have to, before you start something, because nowadays, like communities, uh, building the tribe, this is the most important element of any business. If you start something, doesn't matter if it's just initiative, if it's charity, or if it's a business model, you have to ask yourself, are you ready to be yourself and authentic? Because most of the time, who are our customers? It's people pretty much like who we are. And this is the beginning of the journey. So when you say, okay, I'm, I'm talking about very important issues. I'm talking about like how to bring the truth on the surface. Are you ready to bring this truth on the surface? And for me, it was challenge, but you know, launching this crowdfunding is not like, from one side, it can be exciting, but also it's very scary thing. Now I have to share myself. Now I have to share my story. And this is not something I used to do and we like to make it look nice because look this is the end product I'm successful I just decided that but what you are made of who you truly are and you know challenges and um, issues in life they are shaping you the thing is um you have to choose what path you take is it like we'll be shaping you in a diamond who wants to shine Want to light up lives of others, or it just brings you down, and you are the one who is going to hurt others, to destroy, to be the one who stabs, doing some betrays. It's a choice, and it's choice. Like you know, we have so many tools nowadays, so many access to basically everything. What we need to achieve what we want. But every time, every day, we have to make this choice. Am I using the tools for good things or for bad things? This is the very simple thing to do in a one way, but you know, some people can't even like choose what is right for you. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What are you reading right now? What's your favorite, you know, go-to or what's something that's on your nightstand right now?
1: Oh, actually, I have it here. It's called "Here in uh, Your Hands." Calling. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> it's the calling. The calling. Virara goddess. Yeah,
0: I love it. Three fundamental.
1: It's like three fundamental shifts to stay true, true get, get paid, paid and, and do good. good.
0: I love it, and it's got a forward by Gabby Bernstein, so you know it's good stuff.
1: Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, it's all about, I think, I'm now in this kind of stage, just really be real, just fol- following this calling and spreading this kind of energy to more people. Because when we, feeling, when we are feeling safe to be ourselves, uh, when we have more opportunities to self-express, we are more open to being the state of creator not just like surviving mode, oh my gosh, I need to pay my bills, oh my gosh, I need to make my business succeed. But really creator, okay. You know, it's like a playground to see the world as a playground in a good way. We came here, we have a bunch of resources already inside, as as talents, as gifts, nobody have it, just you, because you have your specific way how you can put it together and just use them fully that's how you tap into your potential and of course potential is unlimited (laughs) it's up to you how you want to use it but um the more kind of spaces and surroundings or communities we have where we can be ourselves the more it brings this peace because people are talking a lot about like oh my gosh the war Oh my gosh, this happened, that happened. But the external world is just the projection of the common consciousness. And the more we start to be these people who have peace inside, who are fulfilled inside, the more of this we can see in the outside world. Because if you are happy, if you're fulfilled, you will not go out and just kill, right? You want to go and give your love, your light, cultivate this positive energy. Yes, I love it.
0: What a wise woman you are. Thank you <laughs> Thank so very much, much for that. Um, where can people find more about you? Where can they find your documentary series? Where can they join your crowdfunding? Where can they collaborate with you?
1: Yeah, well, we launched it on uh, Indigo Go. Maybe I don't know, we can leave the link, in they the can check notes, it. Sure. Otherwise, I'm in all social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, you can find me.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, we will have you linked up in our show notes as well. Thank you so much for joining us. What a pleasure Thank it you is very much. to know you and to connect with you all the way in Poland um and to have our little Korea connection. It sounds like both of us Yay. have fond memories <laughs> of Korea, but um I I never learned to speak very much Korean and so I'm super in awe of people like you who have all these languages and what what uh, I have to ask this because I'm always so fascinated by it. What language do you think in, and what language do you dream in?
1: Oh uh, well, it's very interesting question because sometimes uh, you know we speak German at home. We speak I speak Polish when I go outside. I do business in English, so um, I also speak Russian. So sometimes you know it can be English, sometimes Russian, sometimes German. I don't even know. It's very hard to understand what kind of language was in my dream even, you know, because it's different. It's different. Okay. Well, that's just fascinating fun
0: fact (laughs) because I... I was talking to someone the other day and she said, no, all these years later, even though I've been in the United States for 20 years, I still dream in Spanish and that fascinated me. Okay. Yeah. That really fascinated Mm -hmm. me that she knew she was dreaming in Spanish. So I, because I speak only one language. Don't, I don't know what that would be like. So in any event, yeah. Thank you so much, Valerie. I appreciate your time and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And our audience is truly blessed to have visited with you. Thank you very much. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week for another episode. I hope that you agree that Valerie did not disappoint, just really dropped so much love and knowledge on us. And I think that my key takeaway is how important it is for us to speak, to keep all of these different energies flowing through us. And that the more we talk, the more that we get clear on who we are and the more we're going to align with people who are similarly minded so we can collaborate with them and make a bigger impact and help more people. Wow, what a great 30-minute conversation. Have a great week. I'll see you again next week for more Hillary Show. Bye, friend.